0: Newat is
1: now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for cruising with us here on your Wednesday. Missed anything in the first hour around the big sky and women's hoops with Crystal Redpath. We do it for an hour once a week to get you all caught up on the women's league. A huge one in Missoula on Saturday. Montana State in town to take on the Lady Grizz. Ramifications in the Big Sky Conference on both sides. More importantly, a rivalry game. We broke down that matchup. We gave you all the ins and outs of what's going on around the entire league and also highlighted some of the best storylines from around Big Sky Conference women's basketball. You can find all that on the Nuanas Now podcast, available on all of your podcast hosting platforms, uh, as well as uh, on 1029ESPN.com. It's proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. You want to be a part of the show, you want to call us, text us, you got feedback, questions, whatever, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, and all guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Time now for our ESPN Roundtable, proudly presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, one of our longest uh, friends here at ESPN Radio. Need a place to watch any NFL games, need a place to watch any sporting event, period. Want to hang out with your family, your friends, Whoever, they got breakfast, lunch, dinner, plus a full-service casino, Sports Bet Montana, kiosk, and everything in between. Go check out Paradise Falls on the south side of Missoula, 3621 Brook Street. So often, uh, you know, I break a lot of news at uh, Skyline Sports, but so often here at ESPN, we're analyzing the news rather than breaking it. But today, we're going to do both. We're going to tell you. What's next? For the guy who joins me now, we have both Marcus Knight, a former All-American running back for the University of Montana football team in studio, as well as Tucker Sargent. That might give you a hint. First of all, boys, thanks for being here. What's up, Marcus? How you doing, man?
2: Uh, what's up? Doing good. Happy to be here. Tucker, you get, everybody
1: knows Tuck. Yeah, he's, he's a uh, longtime contributor, former co-host of the show, and got his hands in a lot of stuff. So let's start there. Let's We won't bury the lead. Let's tell people why you're here. Marcus, uh, you uh, played here for the Grizz for the last couple of years, decided uh, to pursue other opportunities, and uh, now you've made your choice. So what's going on?
2: Uh, I am a lacrosse player at the moment. <laughs> there you go, Marcus <laughs> yeah. Knight, uh, joining
1: the Grizz lacrosse team. So uh, super fun, and uh, congratulations to you. I think it's cool that you're thinking outside the box in terms of new opportunities it, this isn't something new to you, though, in terms of the sport, right? So just tell people about sort of your lacrosse background, because you played a lot of lacrosse uh, before you embarked on your college football journey.
2: Yeah, I started uh, lacrosse third grade, uh, mainly because like, wasn't old enough to play football yet, and it was the only sport that... Um you could wear a helmet in and hit people. So, yeah, I started it, and then I learned, like, the whole history about it, and then it quickly became my favorite sport. And, um, yeah, I played all through middle school, junior high, high school, and uh, had some opportunities to play college across, but then I ultimately decided to play football. But um, it's still, like, always been in the back of my head, like, this is really what I want to do. So, um, yeah, and here we are now.
1: <laughs> well, that's cool that you sort of have a, a, a reignited uh, passion for it. Um college football is so fun, such a great experience, but also such a grind, right? Yeah. D- did you did you miss lacrosse while you were uh, playing college football these last couple of years? Um
2: yeah, definitely. Because, you know, lacrosse is more of a relax and, like, play for the fun of it type of sport. And football, although, yeah, it is fun, but it's more of, like, a, you know, military grind. And I kind of miss, like, the freeness that lacrosse provides. Totally. And uh, that's kind of what I experienced growing up was, like, it was definitely, like, I'd play football. And then kind of my, like, vacation, not vacation, but, like, um, where I could really have fun doing what I love to do was lacrosse season. And then, in, you know, college football, you don't really have that. It's just football all year round. But, um, yeah, I definitely thought about it, for sure.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, ESPN Roundtable, Marcus Knight, former Grizz running back, and now new Grizz lacrosse player joining us in the studio, as is the head coach of the Grizz lacrosse team, Tucker Sargent. Uh, Tuck, this is, uh, this is a pretty big recruit for you guys, I think. This it is huge, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> this is this is big news.
1: So tell us just kind of what went into this. I mean, obviously, uh, you love adding an athlete of this caliber, but this is uh, – sort of a cool deal to see a guy sort of reignite his love of a, a sport that he's missed
3: yeah it's, it was pretty cool so i mean I, I i first came to know marcus during the COVID season when we were out um right we, we were playing Cause you
1: guys were able to kind of play a little well, bit yeah more we, more we, other i sports. mean we had to jump through a lot of
3: hoops but we figured out a way to have a a, a season uh, And we were practicing in the fall and i i think it was a text or an email i got from him just said hey i'm so and so um you know i i've I played lacrosse, I'm on the football team, but I want to come out and can I play with you guys? And I've, I've had messages like that from kids on the football team before where, you know, maybe they played for a year or two and they, you know, they just, they're, they're all great athletes and they think that, you know, they could just pick it up and then they'll come out to a practice and realize that most of the kids that we're playing with are pretty high level and, and it's, it's, you know, they need better stick skills. They need a higher IQ of the game. And so I, I had, I, I was just like, sure, give it a shot, you know, why not? Um, they weren't playing football, and I figured I can't deny a kid that wants to come out and run around. You know, give him a shot, sure. And so he comes up. Um, so he had, I think, he had his stick, but not a lot of gear. So we, we lend him some gear to get going, and he puts it on. And within about five minutes, you, I realized that this is not just a kid who's played some. This is a very special, high-caliber player. Like, it, it, you can see it right away. Sure, and right. so we got to talking more, and uh, he, he played with us for a lot of the fall, and then obviously his commitments to football. And, you know, you can't do both, unfortunately, playing football at the level he was at. And I, I went in and, you know, did a little more research on him and looked up, you know, Being a season ticket holder for the Grizz and and realizing who this guy was, I'm thinking, like, oh, there's no shot he's ever going to be allowed to play for us. But it's cool to know that one of the best players in the league in the country was sitting at the University of Montana on the football team. It's one of those things where you're like, you're looking at this, like, you know, this star player that you can't really touch. And then, uh, so we, we stayed in touch loosely. I'd text him every now and then and just kind of you know, watch the games and, you know, obviously his career path, and I'm sure you'll talk about that. But um, at the end of our fall this season, I, I, I wasn't sure where he was at, but I figured he, like, he had to be getting close to graduating or with sure. football, so I just kind of threw a Hail Mary text out there and said, hey, any chance you might want to play this spring? And then the text back, like, floor me, just said, hold that thought, coach, there's a chance I might. And I was like... Not at all what I was expecting. You know, I was just thinking, <laughs> shut down, no, I'm doing this or that. And uh, so then, and then, you know, a lot of conversation led to, to where we are today, but it's pretty exciting.
1: New no on now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Marcus Knight, Tucker Sargent joining us in studio. For our ESPN roundtable, Marcus set the single-season touchdowns record at the University of Montana back in 2019, and now will pursue a different sport here in Missoula during the Grizzly Cross team. So this will be a, a fun adventure to follow along to. Uh, you and I have talked about this a lot just in terms of, uh, in our idealistic world, athletes choosing sports that maybe, uh, I guess what I'm saying is there's so much sort of uh, glory and glitz and glam associated with football and basketball, and I've often thought, first of all, that the year-round grind is something that maybe isn't that great for athletes. I've always thought, like, if I if I was king of the world for a day as a college football coach, I'd say, well, I want my my athletes, especially my skill guys, to go run some track so they're not getting all beat up, right? Like, keep playing multiple sports so you learn how to compete and hone your athleticism, all that stuff. So it's it's sort of cool to see a, a guy land at a spot where maybe he's had a ton of potential and uh, just didn't really get to develop in it and now... He's going to get a, a one last chance. Well, so yeah, and Marcus,
3: though, I mean, it wasn't just potential. I mean, sure, they were, right. they were coming out of high heist... school, excuse us, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he had opportunities to go elsewhere, but obviously chose Montana. So, you know, it, it sort of just fell into our lap that I had the opportunity to see this kid play. And really when he was looking at pursuing other things is, you know, it gave us a, a good foot in the door to sure. try and, you know, keep this guy here at Montana, you know, So he can graduate from the university, finish college where he started, you know, with, you know, in the community that does love him and is excited to keep him around. And I think it's a great story where, you know, he he provided a lot of uh, talent, excitement and, you know, did a lot of great things for the University of Montana football team. And now we're excited to see him, you know, apply his athleticism and skill to, you know, help us with some pretty lofty goals for the lacrosse team this season.
1: Obviously a great opportunity from an athletic perspective, but also the, there's the school part of this too, and you're getting close to, to, to graduating and stuff. So um, just tell us about that aspect of it. I mean, you get to stay in Missoula. Uh, so what is about Missoula, University of Montana, and sort of the, uh, the academic opportunities here that, uh, that that makes you want to stay here in the Garden City for a little while longer?
2: Oh, it's called the Garden City. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I love it. I love it in Missoula, yeah. It's uh, very chill because, you know, I I live in Orange County, which is chill, but, you know, there's a lot of people. But I love coming back here and uh, just the opportunity to, you know, be able to finish my school and, uh, you know, continue being around the people that, you know, I love. I guess they love me and all that stuff. It's very – it's honoring, and uh, I'm very appreciative about it, so (laughs) –
1: Take us back to your your high school days, because I started tracking you when you were first in junior college, but I don't know much about your high school days. So where did you go to high school, and and what was that experience like? Because obviously I played multiple sports there in Southern California, so uh, just tell us about it.
2: Yeah, uh, well, so I'm from Tacoma, Washington. Oh, interesting. And then uh, sophomore year of high school, I transferred to uh, St. Margaret's, which is in San Juan Capistrano, California. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so I did my junior, senior year there, which is very different. But uh, I did lacrosse, football, and track. And, um, you know, I was a little guy. Like, I, 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 I wasn't big or anything. So it was very hard to get recruited for football because, you know, if you're not huge in high school, it's very difficult. But in lacrosse, it's like if you show some potential, you can get recruited. So I, I kind of had some lacrosse looks. But, I, you know, I just kind of wanted to pursue football just because it was like a, a childhood dream. Sure. So I— um, you know, I, I uh, didn't have any offers coming out of high school for football, but then I decided to go to junior college just to see if I could get anything. But really, I just believed in myself, and I knew I could get something. And then that's eventually where the Montana offer came and ended up here, and it's been great. So yeah. Well,
1: just take us through sort of uh, the the roller coaster you've been on from a football perspective, because you had a great junior college career. Yeah. You come up here, you break out big time right away on a playoff team and 25 touchdowns. Yeah. And then a lot of adversity, yeah. whether it was the season getting canceled or then you tear your knee. I mean, that must have been a miserable couple of years for you.
2: Yeah, it was Uh, like, well, the COVID year, first of all, was like already like, you know, like. Well, everybody you, was depressed. Yeah, it's, it's for everybody. It's like, yeah, yeah, like how do you go like playing football every year of your life, doing sports every year of your life to then all of a sudden sitting at home for a whole year? Totally. Like, it, it was very uh, mentally difficult. And then yeah, then we finally come back and we're about to have like these spring games, like these the two spring games we had and you know, first practice of spring games, I blow my knee out and then it's like, oh <laughs> So then I'm I'm out now for two years, as it turns out, and uh very difficult, yeah, very difficult. And uh it just kinda like uh, really tested like my fortitude and but yeah, very, very difficult.
1: Yeah. The knee injuries are so um they're so brutal because physically they're so hard to come back from. But also there's the mental part too, right? I mean, you've been a, a, a fast, really athletic guy for your whole life. And then all of a sudden you can't even really run for half a year or even a full year. So, I mean, what was the biggest challenge mentally for you to come back from it?
2: Yeah, there's it was big. like um, Mainly because I just remember growing up and like, because my uh, dad had the same injury. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of always in like the back of my mind, like I never want to do that. Like, That's one thing that I I cannot happen to me, and then it happened, and I was like, all right, well I'll be all right. But then like you go to surgery, and then all of a sudden you got to learn how to walk again, you got to learn how to run again, and you know anyone who's been through a major uh, injury in sports knows that it's like it's a it's definitely a mental thing because you get separated from the team, you get separated from the community, you're just like you're not even a part of anything anymore. You just, right. It's all, it's a lonely place where you just got to, you know, work out and rehab, which is very, it's painful, it's difficult, it's long. Um. It, it just really takes a toll on you, especially when you already had a year off anyway, you know, and then people have like an expectation of what you're going to be like when you come back, but it's like, well, this is two years later, man. Like, right. I'm a different person now. Totally. Yeah. So, so it was just, um. Mentally, very difficult, but you know, it was great having like a dad and you know, people that I know that have been through the injury just to be able to talk me through, like, talk to, you, like, wait, why can I only bend my knee to this part? They're like, well, oh, that scar tissue, takes some time, you know? So it's like very important to have that stuff. But, um, yeah, mentally, it uh, definitely like grew me as a person for sure, and I've learned a lot from it, yeah.
1: And then from a football perspective, you rejoin the fold, but you're coming back from an injury. And like you said, it's been multiple years. A lot about the offense changed. You have a a packed running backs room. I mean, you you add guys like Xavier Harris and Isaiah Childs and guys that are coming in that weren't there when you were there the first time. And it all sort of just culminates in the way that last year went down. So just take us through that. I mean, as much as you want to tell us. I mean, what was it like last year trying to play, you know, coming off the injury, but also just maybe not as many opportunities as you might have liked?
2: Well, that was the uh, another weird part about the whole thing was like um, when you've been hurt when you, when like a COVID goes by, then you're hurt for a whole season. Uh, a whole new group of guys comes in, totally, and everyone that I played with is now leaving. Right, so it's like um, they didn't know what I could do necessarily. Uh, you know, it was kind of like the outsider when I came back, right. um, which is weird. Cause it's like, it was my team, but you know, like when you're hurt, like you're not a part of the team for a year basically. So, um, yeah. And then, I mean, like the running back room, it, it was whatever. I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, everyone in there is talented for sure, but I mean, like I, I didn't worry about any of my reps or anything like that, uh. I just knew if I was able to come back 100%, then you know I'd I'd, I'd get my reps and, but yeah, it was definitely weird like having because you know when I got there it was like completely different running back room and then totally. when I came back, it was like you know all of a sudden I'm, you know fifth on the depth chart just right. only because not because they don't think I'm good or anything just because I, they, they, they don't know from right. my injury so it was definitely uh that was hard too, but um. Yeah, but just coming back from the injury and like the basically the whole new team was a, a different dynamic that I did I didn't realize was going to happen. But you know it's college, so people come in and out and had especially to, this and age, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, new transfers, like had to do uh, you know learn about a new quarterback, new linemen. It's just always changing. So yeah.
1: So when the season's winding down, you, you make the decision you want to explore new opportunities. So I mean, was that hard for you at first to to make the decision that you wanted to walk away from Grizz football?
2: Uh, well, honestly, like, um, I kind of like, uh, at the time that that decision was made, I was kind of going through like a lot of, uh, you know, mental stuff, whether it be the injury or like, sure. uh, you know, like, uh, some, you know, my family members or friends are deceased and stuff like that. And it was like a very difficult time for me. So basically I went in, um, you know, to like coach Alex's office, kind of like ask, you know, it was more like I wanted, a just, like, kind of, a like, I needed, like, a break because I couldn't mentally sure. function at the time. It was just very difficult for me. But then, you know, it inevitably came to the decision of, like, you know, kind of part ways kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm in the, I guess I entered the portal or whatever, but <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's kind of just like a parting ways because I, I just kind of need a break, whatever. But, um, but then the lacrosse thing came up, and that's something that I've always loved, and, like, it's going to, you know, help me. Mentally break through whatever I've been going through. Yeah. It it was one
3: of the best, most timely texts I've ever sent. It's just like, you know, I, because having no idea any of this is going on and learned quite a bit more, you know, what that was. But it's just one of those things where sometimes the universe just aligns where it's, you know, I think for both of us, it was like, you know, we've got a great team right now. Fully comfortable. I mean, I was so so excited. Yeah. I mean, I was so excited with the roster that we had just going forward whether or not Marcus showed up, but, you know, then he responded. It's like, I mean, who doesn't want to just add another great player? Right. And, you know, talking to him about what it was and finding, you know, and just learning about his passion and, like, you know, when he talks about lacrosse, you can see that it is something that, like, he's always grown up with, always loved, and it's, it is. It's one of those sports that people love forever. Right. You know, my assistant coach, Ben Buskey, uh, he played Division Three. Uh, football and lacrosse in college, and he, he would he, he'll be the first to tell you, love football, but he likes the games. Like, sure. lacrosse. I mean,
1: no, everybody that's never played football, football practice sucks, sucks right? <laughs> like,
3: like, everything he said, everything about it sucks except for the games, and then you have to go through this grind. But the reason he was able to get through it was because he did what Marcus was talking about in high school, right? Where you get to play lacrosse, and you like that's one of the games that, like. You can play lacrosse in practice. You can have creativity. You know, it's free flowing. It's fun. It's totally. competitive. But like, there, it's not as it's it's just not the same sort of grind and being able to do this. So I think talking with him and seeing where he was at, and just saying like, hey, yeah. can can we figure this out where you can stay in Montana, finish school? Where you, you like, clearly people love you. It's a place. You know, the, the I mean, the administration, at the University of Montana. When I first approached them and you know President Bodner and everyone, I just said, hey, you know. This guy's looking at leaving, but we want to talk about it. I mean, they were – had. I mean, talking to his academic advisors, I mean, they, they're like, the kid's brilliant. Like, we want him to finish here. This is a sure. kid we want to say graduated from yeah. Montana. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it was pretty cool to just go through that and see, you know, because he had unenrolled. So then we had to go through the whole re-enrollment right. process, right. which is not as easy as you'd think it oh, is. No. Like, there's a totally. lot of paperwork and everything has to get done. But um, I got to say that the people at the University of Montana, it's a testament to Marcus, too. You know how much that they saw in this guy. That's saying like, you know, UM wants good graduates to to come out of their program, and this is clearly a kid. I mean, saying like, you know, he's bright, he's got great grades. Let's figure out how to, you know, how to get them and get them back here.
1: You want us now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. The ESPN Roundtable: Tucker Sargent, Grizzly Cross Coach, and Marcus Knight, former Grizz football player and now Grizzly Cross player. Joining us here in studio talking about Marcus's decision to join the Grizz uh, lacrosse team. H- how's your knee feeling, man?
2: Oh, it's 110. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's interesting it's when you get through uh, uh, kind of yeah. on the other side of the, of the valley of despair, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you've been grinding so hard on the yeah. rehab, then you actually almost do get better than you ever have been, right?
2: It's really weird. It's like a year of, uh, oh, no, I'll never be able to. I'm never <laughs> right. the same ever again. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm done. And then all of a sudden one day it's like oh, I feel great yeah yeah <laughs> and that's kind of what it was and especially like going out and playing uh lacrosse games or going out working out running and whatever it's like I really I realized like man my knees are actually stronger and I, I trust yeah. it way more than I ever have and and I've already been through my worst nightmare in sports so it's like at this totally. point, I can just do I, I'm free to play now so yeah and, def- and, and over break you played some lacrosse yeah back home didn't you Yeah, some like uh, alumni game stuff. Yeah, for my high school. Sweet. Yeah,
3: that was there were some pretty talented guys. I mean, did you feel like you could hang in it, or was it like
2: was there any nerves coming into that? No, just because I played with all the guys, and you know, like there are guys that you know I've gone to D one schools and all that, and um, you know, I can it's fine. You know, it's it's just my friends, so we can play and we do well. So yeah. From from a school perspective, what what are you uh, studying? Uh. I'm a criminology, sociology major. Cool. So yeah. you have any idea what you want to do with that? Um, you know,
3: uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I right, figured out when yeah. you get the degree. Yeah. Right?
1: Just get the degree and then you can figure it out. I,
3: I, I mean, I, I, whatever he wants to pursue after college, I think there's a lot of opportunity. But one of the things that I talked about with him, too, is like, I mean... Yeah, he's only he hasn't played lacrosse in a number of years, but he's athletic enough and there's enough talent there where I mean I, I think he's got a future in the sport of lacrosse too, even right. at the professional I mean, I talked to one of his um former coaches when, when he was making the decision and, and you know, about coming out here. Drew Snyder, who was uh you know, played on team USA. He was a professional yep. lacrosse player. And I mean Drew immediately he's like he's like I wish this kid went and played lacrosse from the get-go. Obviously, football is another passion, so, you know, people choose their own best. But, like, yeah. you know, th- this is some guys at the highest level saying, like, you know, if he puts the work in and puts his mind to it, you know, there, there's opportunity. I mean, I think he's got all the opportunity in the world in a, m- a multitude of avenues.
1: You're a creative guy. I know you, you play some music, stuff like that. But one thing that I love about lacrosse, like lacrosse basketball, and soccer, like the three sports where creativity kind of goes yeah. into it, right? There, there's, uh, you know, you're improvising. You're,
2: you're adding lib. Is there a connection there just between kind of your creative uh, mind? Definitely because, like, uh, I'm an obsessive personality, I guess. Or at least my mom would say.
0: <laughs> and, um
2: like uh, with football, it's hard to practice football all the time because totally. like, you can't. Right? It's like it's more just like if you're big and strong. All right, you know.
1: And there's not pickup football games. Yeah,
2: yeah. But like in lacrosse. I can do it all day and night. Like, I can play wall ball all sure, day. I can, right. I can shoot. I can work on stick tricks. I can do all this stuff all day and just obsess over it. And, it. and it becomes my life. And it's not work. It's like, like I love, don't get me wrong, football is like has been my, my passion my whole life. But there's a different, like, between lacrosse and football. Football's more of a work and yeah. work and work. And then hopefully we win and then we'll be happy. But then lacrosse is kind of like... Yeah, you work, but it's more like you're just kind of experiencing it. I mean, it goes back to the roots of the game. I mean, I, I study a lot of the roots of, like, the Native Americans. It's like a, totally. a, a medicine game. It's all about love. It's all about playing for fun. And then if you win, great. If you lose, well, I still went out and I played with my bros. So, yeah, so definitely, like, the creative aspect. Uh, like, they – I mean, like, a, a lot of the crossbows talk about the, the stick being – you know the paintbrush. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and if you work on your craft enough, you become the artist. So it's definitely a very artistic sport because it, it combines all aspects of all sports in one. I mean, you got to be strong, you got to be fast, but at the same time, you got to have hand-eye. You have to have incredible creativity and your vision. It, it's it's everything. It's like basketball, football, and hockey all in one sport. Which is what, I, I think it really tests your true athletic ability if you can come out and be a dominant lacrosse player.
1: Which is so cool. I mean, it's one of the oldest yeah. sports in America, right? I mean, we really yeah, trace yeah. back to pre-America when...
3: I right, mean, yeah. I say it's the oldest because it is no oldest. other sports are being played. thing. It's well,
2: right. the first sport in North America, yet it's also the fastest growing sport in North America. Totally. It's which, all coming full circle, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah.
1: Gotta love it. ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Uh, of missoula marcus knight grizz football turn grizz lacrosse now here uh, on your radio dial as well as tucker sergeant grizz lacrosse coach we will have all the uh, action of grizz lacrosse all uh season long here on uh, espn radio on the espn mt app so very much look forward to that and you can check marcus and to the rest of the uh, grizz lacrosse team uh out on that app once the season gets going. Uh, you guys were a Final Four team last year, so a pretty good addition to be able to add that to the uh, already strong returning roster that you had. To- well, and
3: that's that's what, I, you know, we had a lot of conversations that when first when he responded about, like, potentially playing. It's like, well, that would be cool. But, I mean, we really do, and I think this is what I was telling Marcus, too, is, like, whether he chose to play or not, I was very comfortable with the team that we had. I mean, sure. the, the impact players... That We're coming back. We added a lot of very talented freshmen that I'm super excited to see play this year. And it's just like one of those things. It's like, all right, great. We just have one more friggin' awesome weapon in our, our artillery. Or artillery. Um, so I, I think it's, it's you know, I, he, he's a great guy. He's easy to be around. I think it's going to be a seamless addition to just, you know, make a, a, a great team be- even better. You know, that's what we're looking for.
1: Marcus, last thing for you then. Uh, What has you most excited about? I mean, I'm sure this is something that you didn't, uh, you couldn't possibly have expected several months ago, but now here you are doing it. So what do you have you most excited about?
2: Uh, Just like being with a a lacrosse team again. Sure. Just like being around that type of, those type of people, that type of environment and uh, playing lacrosse again. And I mean, the opportunity is incredible. And, you know, it's like, how can I pass that up? I can it doesn't hurt anything to do with the rest of my life. I mean it's just a spring semester of being able to go out and play my favorite sport. So, um, I'm just excited to do it. I mean I I miss it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I am I'm, I'm curious to see like how 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 you know, how if I can still do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just uh, you know, just I love lacrosse. That's
1: what I'm excited about. Well, cool, man. Well, good for you for having an open mind. Congratulations (laughs) to both Knicks. I think it's a great story, sort of uh, off-the-beaten-path story, but certainly an awesome one, and uh, good for you for for knowing that this was a love of yours and reengaging in your love. It's our ESPN roundtable. Marcus Knight, Tucker Sargent joining us here on uh, ESPN Missoula. It's presented by Paradise Falls. You need a place to hang out with family and friends alike. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus early and late happy hours Seven days a week down there at Paradise Falls. Go check them out on the south side of town, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. Anything else you guys want to add before we get you out of here?
3: I just want to say Colter, thanks. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, I you know this is a cool story to break, and yeah. you know, wouldn't want to have anyone else handle such uh, high quality information other than you.
1: Yeah, well thanks for being here, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, good yeah. good hanging out. Uh we will catch up with these guys uh when lacrosse season is a little bit closer. Uh, Tuck's also very involved in Grizz Hockey. So before we get you out of here, just one last deal. Just tell people about Grizz Hockey because there's a bunch of stuff coming up on the, <laughs> it's, 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 the a, it's a
3: whirlwind week right were, now. You guys
1: were off for break for like six off weeks? Off for
3: break. Then we got the guys back a week ago. We had a week of practice. We actually had two makeup games. So we played a game today at 1230. They won 4-1 to one against Williston State. Uh, we got another one at 1230 in the middle of the day. Uh, if you can make it, come on out. It's a, it's a great team. Uh, we just had our ninth win in a row, cool. uh, which is cool. And then we've got Providence uh, Friday and Saturday, you know, normal 8 o'clock start. So more of an evening fair. We expect a pretty packed house.
1: Should be fun. Grizz Hockey, you can find all the action at the Glacier Ice Rink, first and foremost, but also on the ESPN MT app and on ESPN Radio. Uh, winding down the Grizz Hockey season, but still have some big matchups left. So if you uh, want to go check them out, please do. Next, we got our Grizz star of the week, Mac Anderson, a super senior basketball player for the University of Montana. He'll help us break down the rivalry. He's from Bozeman, so this will be a fun one because they're playing Montana State on Saturday. Mac Anderson, here on New Now. Next, keep it right here, ESPN Radio.
0: now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television.
1: You have every question on what you do if you've been in college for six or seven years, you got nothing to do. You get you get your toes wrapped down here at Dahlberg Arena. Mac Anderson, Grizz senior, join us. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. First of all, tell us about this extravagant wrap. Is this what when you play the hundred something games? Is what happens? You got to you got to get some extra work on the feet.
4: I guess so. Yeah, everything kind of starts deteriorating in its own <laughs> way, but. Uh... Haley's been doing a good job. We've been taking care of it. But yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, well, it, it is funny because uh, some of you guys have been around for so long. So, um, I mean, just start there what's what's the craziest part about this is your sixth year right so what okay. fifth fifth year okay right because you played as a true that's right okay so you're not quite like lucas johnson been at school for seven years like the Grizz quarterback uh but i mean what's what's uh, been the craziest part about this experience for you
4: man i mean it's been a lot of ups and downs i think uh just i mean it's kind of a different experience every year you know it's been a lot of different groups but it's been nice having the same staff throughout you know i think that's a big part of it but I mean, I'm super grateful to have, have this fifth year, and yeah, just been enjoying every minute of it.
1: Your role has evolved on the court, but like off the court, you've kind of always been one of the spokesmen, especially as one of the Montana guys on the team. So, what have you thought of that?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's funny, especially this week. Every Don't year, worry. you know, every, like every year we're talking Kager is for sure. <laughs> but I mean, it's been it's cool. It's cool being from Montana, you know, being able to play at the University of Montana and being able to talk about the program that we have. It's it's been a great experience. Well, we'll
1: get into the matchup, but uh, this is your last game against the Bobcats in Missoula. So uh that's kinda crazy. I mean has that sunk in yet?
4: Yeah, not really. I don't think I don't really think any of it will honestly until it's all done. Uh just you know it's been a great five years this rivalry. I know we missed it the one year with COVID, but I mean, it's always a great, great game and just a great, great night, great experience, and just super thankful to have been a part of it for the last couple of years. You're a
1: Bozeman guy, and I know that you had some interest from the Cats coming out of high school, so when you play Montana State, what's it like?
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's great. Super fun when we get to go play there, too. Yeah. Uh, last year we didn't get it done, but, you know, being able to go home, play in front of family and friends that, you know, I don't get to see that often is always special. And, yeah, it's just special being able to be a part of that game.
1: No on us now, ESPN Radio, our Grizz star of the week, Mac Anderson, Montana-made, Bozeman product, senior at the University of Montana. Bozeman itself's crazy, right, man? I mean, I kept a place there for like six years, and just watching it change is just nuts. What, I mean, what's your perspective on your hometown?
4: It's nuts, yeah. I mean, it's I, I think it's a lot different than what it's, it's like even since I've 100%. left and came here from college. Like, I'll go home, you know, different roads and stuff. Thankfully, my mom lives a little out of town, so it hasn't yeah. changed too much out there. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, going into town is crazy. It's it's, it's, it's a lot different. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's a booming place for sure. What do you think the fact that there's two high schools there now?
4: That's nuts. Um, you know, it was always nice going back to Bozeman High. It still is, you know, going back there and seeing everything up on the walls and stuff. But it's cool. My, my high school coach, Coach Holmquist, is now at Gallatin, right. so I spend some time over there, work out there every now and then. I mean, it, I think it's good for the town to have that kind of crosstown rivalry, you know, Uh Obviously, kind of diminished the talent pool a little bit, but um, I'm thankful that I got to play with everyone that I grew up with at Bozeman High before they split.
1: I mean, still, it's cool this year during football, though. They had a little cross in the semifinals, so I mean, even with the, the split up, there's still a lot of, of great athletes. Is there anything you could point to as to why? I mean, Bozeman has produced more college-level athletes in football, basketball, and women's basketball even over the last five, six, seven years than any other town in Montana. Is there anything that you think of that uh, kind of spurs that on?
4: I think... Um a lot of the credits got to go to like the youth programs i think they do a good job like early on of developing at athletes because you see so many like you're saying you know it's kind of ridiculous i never really thought about it like that but it's true and uh i think obviously it's split now but prior to that bozeman high's culture you know in football and basketball was so great they had really good uh head coaches and i think that's a big part of it too
1: yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, like in the football game this year, I think there was like 18 guys from Bozeman High alone that were playing for either the Cats or the Grizz in the in the rivalry game. So it's it's been a, a factory for sure. Mack Anderson, Bozeman product, and uh, University of Montana senior joining us here uh, on the Grizz Star. Of the week we're down here at Dahlberg Arena, so if you hear the basketballs bouncing in the background, we got. Got a couple of the young bloods out here shooting. Josh Vasquez is shooting a little bit too, but uh, Caden Bateman, Jackson Knapp, Rhett Reynolds, bunch of the young guys. So a couple of Montana guys too. So have you kind of taken these guys under your wing? Or what do you think of some of these younger Montana guys on the squad?
4: Yeah. yeah, no, it's been cool to have more of them around. You know, when I came in, Kendall and Jared were on yeah. the team, and I lived with them, so they definitely took me under their wing. So it's cool to kind of have that experience as the older guy, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's been great. They're, they, uh, they're about the right stuff, and I think they're going to have good careers here. Big one Saturday. Montana coming off of a 64-57
1: loss at Eastern Washington on Monday. And it's been kind of up and down. You guys have had some great Saturdays. The days that aren't Saturdays have been a little tough. You guys have also played a couple of the best teams in the league right at the gates, too, though. Uh, So what's your mentality going into this uh, matchup with the Bobcats?
4: Yeah, you know, uh, came off a tough one on Monday night. But just get ready these next couple days. You know, they're a good team. It's always a big environment. we got a couple new guys that haven't played in it, a couple guys that have. So, I mean, it's just an exciting week. You know, it's my favorite week of the year. So
1: from your perspective as a, as a post, you're going to be going against a couple of the best post guys in the league. So I had to start with Jabril Bello. I mean, he's a load. He doesn't do that much stuff. He's just yeah. he's just big, strong, and can jump. So uh, how do you go about kind of starting to defending him?
4: Uh, it's pretty, I mean, like you said, he doesn't do a whole lot, but what he does, he's really effective at it and he's really good at it. He's a big, strong guy. Um, but yeah, you know, just guard him like we have in the past, you know, throw different looks at him, just try and be physical without fouling. Um, it's tough just because he does play so physical. So just we'll prepare for him. We got We got Deshaun and Bannon and Lou and I, so we have a lot of different bodies to throw at him.
1: Seems like whoever settles in first in this game gets a little bit of an upper hand. I mean, how do you go about doing that? Because it is, it's going to be a sold-out arena. It's going to be fun atmosphere. How do you kind of not let the nerves get to you?
4: Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's good that we do have guys that have played in it before, guys that have won the game before. Um, I think the biggest thing is just, a. I think it's always kind of a defensive battle, especially this year, because they've been, they've been more solid defensively than in the past, too. So I think, you know, just sticking to what we do and uh, being solid on both ends of the floor is the biggest thing. And, and obviously, it's a great environment. It's nice that we're at home for the first game, you know, kind of feed off that a little bit, but it's always fun. First
1: star of the week, Mac Anderson, Bozeman product and the University of Montana senior. It's a doubleheader on Saturday at Dahlberg Arena. The men play at 7 p.m. with Montana State in town. Uh, anything else to add? I mean, uh, I mean, what are your just general thoughts going into this thing?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I just want it to be packed in here. Yeah. You know, uh, I think uh, COVID year obviously we didn't get to play last year. It was it was pretty full, but you know, it's it's a great environment. It's a super fun game and. And yeah, I just I'm excited for the atmosphere, excited for the just general sense, you know how it feels around the town. So I'm ready to go.
1: Well it should be a fun one. Good luck, man.
4: Thank you.
0: Nuwan is Nuanez Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
1: Old school 90s rap here on your uh, Wednesday. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the uh, ESPN MT app. A text from a loyal listener. I have been uh, mispronouncing one of the, the most uh, unique stories that's going on in Montana high school hoops. It's Luster Christian. I've been saying Loose Tray. It's Luster Christian, which is a uh, private school somewhere near Wolf Point. <laughs> but they have a, a an academy there. There's neither a post office or any sort of uh, – it's not even a town. It's a township. But there's an academy near Wolf Point here in Montana. But they have an undefeated boys basketball team that's ranked – Number one uh, in Class C right now. So thank you so much uh, to Tom for the correction on the pronunciation. Luster Christian, not Loose tray. Luster Christian. So now you know. Now I know. You know, uh, Radio Broadcasting 101, you always go to the media relations guy or you look at the pronunciation guide, Uh, I hate to tell you, there's not really a media guy or pronunciation guide for (laughs) Classy Boys Basketball in Montana. So any and all pronunciations you ever have that I mess up, please, please, please tell me. We absolutely do the best we can. I try to ask around to fellow media colleagues that uh, maybe more directly cover, especially high school sports. But if you... uh, if you have a correction for me, whether it's an athlete's name or anything like that, please always tell us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. You missed anything in the show today, what a fun show. Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference Women's Basketball Analyst, joined me for the uh, Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops Rivalry week edition, Montana and Montana State clash at Dahlberg Arena on Saturday. It's a doubleheader. The women play at two and the men play at seven. So we broke down that matchup as well as everything that's happened over the last week in the league. Also, an ESPN roundtable with some breaking news. Marcus Knight, former Grizz All American running back and the single season touchdown record holder for Grizz football, he has made his decision. He entered the NCAA transfer portal at the end of uh, the season this last year. And he will stay in Missoula to compete for the Grizzly Cross team. So sort of an unlikely and uncommon story. Well, certainly a good one. And what a great interview. What a fun young man to have in studio. He, uh, Marcus Knight, as well as Tucker Sargent, Grizzly Cross head coach, were both in studio and uh, very fun to talk with those guys. And we also heard from Mack Anderson, our Grizz star of the week. He's our, uh, he's the Bozeman uh, native who plays for the Grizzlies in men's hoops. So we talked to him about the rivalry and just where Montana's at right now, uh, seven games into the conference season. All of that stuff, a jam-packed Nuwana's Now available on the Nuwana's Now podcast proudly presented by the M store and the MSU bookstore, the M store located downtown. they got a new location, relatively new. Now it's been around for about half a year now. There uh, on the corner of Broadway and Higgins, but it's a beautiful store at the M store. They are all Grizz all the time. So if you want to go get all your Grizz gear, go check out the M store downtown Missoula. And uh, also the MSU bookstore, they have all sorts of great Bobcat gear, but they also have a, a fun deal going on. They are always given money back from merchandise sales to help mitigate and reduce textbook costs. So they are helping ease what is usually one of the biggest out of pocket expenses for students there at Montana State and at colleges around the country. So um, cool for them. Thanks to the M Store and the MSU Bookstore for their proud sponsorship of the uh, Nuanas Now podcast. Tomorrow on Nuanas Now, I have a fun lineup for you. Carolyn, the doesn't No Sports, usually on Fridays, but it'll be a Thursday edition this year, or this week, excuse me, because uh, we are going to have all sorts of rivalry doubleheader coverage for you on Friday. Got a jam-packed lineup that includes Danny Sprinkle, Montana State Men's Hoops head coach, as well as Brian Holsinger, Lady Grizz head coach, Chris Cobb, the associate head coach for the Grizz men's basketball team, Tricia Binford. Uh, will also join us, Bobcat, uh, women's head coach, and uh, we'll also have a whole bunch of other contributors as well on Friday. So, Carolyn will join us tomorrow. We're also going to hear from Jabril Bello. He's the reigning MVP in the Big Sky Conference, a senior at Montana State. We're also going to hear from Maddie Keist. She's going to swing by the studio. She's a first-year head coach at Missoula Hellgate, a young lady that's been around Missoula for quite some time. She was a phenomenal basketball player at Missoula Sentinel. Uh, she helped the Spartans to... Uh, Two state championships during her decorated career there with with, uh, Missoula Sentinel. She then played uh, a brief stint for the Lady Grizz, and then she's been in the coaching game. She uh, helped out on Karen Deedan's staff at Missoula Sentinel for a while, then she was the head coach at Loyola most recently. And now she's the head coach of Missoula Hellgate, and she's got the Knights in the top five, and uh, they had a great win over Sentinel this last weekend. Uh, in their first crosstown matchup, so uh, that'll certainly be a fun interview as well. Look forward to catching up with Maddie. Uh, so that'll be your Nuwana's Now slate uh, tomorrow. The over the weekend, uh, the the uh, All Star Football Game circuit began. It used to just be that there was the the Senior Bowl and uh, the East West Shrine Game for post college all-star games that then led to scouting opportunities for the NFL. Now there's a variety of games. There's the NFL PA bowl, who by, which by the way, Tim Houck, former Grizz great. And, uh, on and off a coach at Montana, who's also spent a ton of time both playing and coaching in the NFL. He'll help out with the NFL PA bowl. So that's a cool Grizz connection. But this last weekend, there was also another one of these, uh, college all-star games, the Hula bowl. And the Hula bowl is actually not in Hawaii anymore. It's in Orlando, Florida. Uh, but, a couple former Montana Grizzlies participated in the Hula Bowl. Patrick O'Connell, who was an All American linebacker for Montana uh, the last couple of years, and then Justin Ford, is a two time All American corner for the Grizz. They both were part of the Kai team, which uh, the Kai team had a 16 to 13 win over the ANA team in the uh, Bounce House, the Central Michigan Stadium there in Orlando. And, uh, Ford, he had three pass breakups to lead everybody in the uh, the game. And he also was able to meet with a couple teams from around the NFL. This is reported by uh, UM Sports Information. Ford caught up with the Steelers, the Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, and the Bears. Patrick O'Connell, he led the Kai team with four solo tackles, which was the... Uh, most on his team and the second most in the game and to the Kalispell native uh, he also was able to touch base with a couple of the uh, NFL teams in attendance I actually I haven't even told this story yet uh, I was in Whitefish for a wedding over New Year's and I went down on uh, Sunday of that weekend before the, the wedding festivities began um, to watch some football down there at the Bulldog in Whitefish, one of the iconic uh, watering holes there uh, up north, and Patrick O'Connell, who hails from Hill, he was actually there at the Bulldogs. I got a chance to catch up with him, and he told me that he was going down to Florida to train with Tom Shaw. Tom Shaw, widely considered the best speed coach for aspiring NFL prospects in the entire country. Tom Shaw has worked with a variety of guys that I have known that has then got NFL opportunities, and he does great work, helps you improve your speed and explosiveness before your pro day. So um, Patrick O'Connell went to play in the Hula Bowl and is now in Orlando for pre-draft training working out at Tom Shaw's facility. So that's uh, pretty cool. And uh, as a Montana boy and a University of Montana alum and just an all-around great dude, we really uh, wish Patrick O'Connell the best of luck. The NFL Draft... April 27th through the 29th in downtown Kansas City. So we'll keep you apprised of all that. Tomorrow, jam-packed lineup. Should be a fun one. We'll be back at it at 4 p.m. Thanks so much for joining us here today. This has been Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delanz of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know If you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that?